Good morning, everyone. Before we jump into our kind of main topic today, uh, when I was a, a lay person, before I was a priest, I just hated it when there was like this big Catholic elephant that walked through the room and the priest would just kind of ignore it and be like, nobody saw that. And we're just going to move on. And today we have one of those, right? We have today in our gospel, we have Jesus. It sounds like there's two big things that seem to contradict our faith. And most of the time, I feel like priests just kind of ignore that. They're like, we're just not going to talk about that, pretend it didn't happen, and let's talk about how we'll be nice to each other in the parking lot. So I'm not going to do that to you. You can thank me after Mass. The uh, <laughs> I am such a jerk. The, the two big things today, the first one is it talks about Jesus' brothers and sisters. And the Catholic Church teaches that Mary was a perpetual virgin, right? That Jesus did not have brothers and sisters, that Mary remained a virgin her entire life. And today in Mark chapter 4 or 3, we have uh, people telling us, we have Mark telling us that Jesus's brothers and sisters are looking for him, right? That's that Catholic elephant that walked through the room and we all ignored. How do we deal with that? We've got to answer these questions. We need to know our faith. So brothers and sisters, a couple of things to help you understand this. Number one, early Christianity unanimously, unanimously, there's very few things we can say that about. Early Christianity unanimously says that Mary was a perpetual virgin. Now, were they just unintelligent and they didn't read the scriptures? Of course not. In fact, the, the earliest Christians read the Bible in its original language. So they, they understood it in a way that's more difficult for us to understand. And the key here is that in Greek, there is no word for cousin in the, day, in the time of Christ. So anyone, we know this, anyone who is a close relative, you would use the same word in Greek as you would use as brother or sister. Or if you had a cousin or a second cousin or an aunt or an uncle, you would refer to them as Adelphoi, brothers. So there's no other word. So this is easily could be cousins, second cousins, aunts, uncles. It could be any of those. And then secondly, and there's more to this, but if you want to know more, email me. I'll send you a book to read. Right? There, there's more about this. We need to know our faith as Catholics. So the other thing is that in John chapter 19, Jesus is hanging on the cross, right? And he turns to St. John the Apostle, and he entrusts Mary to him. And we all know that, but if he had siblings, if Jesus had brothers and sisters, that's unthinkable. Jewish culture is much more family-oriented than we are. And you would never entrust your mother to a stranger or to another, uh, to a family friend if there were siblings still alive. Mary was a perpetual virgin. Here's the second one, really briefly, because we want to get to our third homily today. Mary, <coughs> it seems like Jesus distances himself from Mary, right? Mary wants to come see him, and he says, who are my mother and my brothers and my sisters? By the way, did you notice he doesn't say father because Jesus has one father, 
right? Only God the Father. But anyway, he says, all these people could be my, my mother and my brothers and my sisters if they do the will of God. And it seems like we as Catholics kind of hang our heads and we say, yeah, we're Catholic. We don't really know the Bible, <laughs> you know? No, why does he say that? This is pointing out Mary's greatness. Mary is not great because she's the biological mother of Jesus. She's also great because of that, but she's great for a far greater reason. Jesus says, whoever does the will of my Father. Mary's words to the angel Gabriel in Luke chapter 1, let it be done unto me according to your word. Mary's greatness is her entire being, her entire life is given over to God the Father, to everything. Okay. Ready for the next one, next sermon? Yeah. Well, you're getting it anyway. <laughs> okay, so to main point today, have you ever met someone who just didn't get it? Of course you have. You know how you're, you're talking with someone and they're like, gosh, they just don't get it. And you want them to see something, but they just can't see it. I always think of you know, in, in romantic stories in our modern world, or when a lot of times you'll see stories where a husband forgets uh, a marriage anniversary. And <clears throat> the wife turns to the husband and she says, she's hurt by this, and the husband looks back and he says, why are you so upset? I took you for dinner last night. You know, I, I bought you a nice piece of jewelry just a couple months ago. Like, what's the big deal? Would you go again tomorrow night? And you kind of smack your head and you're like, he just doesn't get it. Right? The anniversary is a symbol that that relationship is the most important relationship in your life. Right? It's not about going to dinner. It's not about a gift. It's about this marriage. My marriage to my spouse is the most important human relationship I have. Or another example, I remember when I was in college, my, my roommate, I came back and I was in the mountains and I, I came back and I saw my roommate and he said, Brian, how was, how was the mountains? And I said, you know, it was, it was gorgeous. And I was just captivated by the beauty of the sunset up in the mountains. And I remember this guy looked at me and he said, really? What's the big deal about the mountains? He said, they're just rocks. He literally said that. He said, they're just rocks. He's like, I've got rocks in my backyard back home if you want to come see some rocks. And I was like, oh, you just don't get it. Today, that's what our gospel is about. Today, when I want to talk with you about brothers and sisters is the gift of faith. And faith, it's not something that's always easy. What faith is, brothers and sisters, people who have faith are people who see the truth. They're able to perceive something that others don't. Now, there's two attitudes towards faith, false attitudes about faith, ideas about faith, that I want you to disown. And I think in our modern culture, when people think about faith, they think of these two things. Now, our gospel today, right? Why is this about faith? In our gospel, Jesus' family and the scribes fail to recognize him. 
They don't see. Like, you ever wonder why you have faith and why other people don't? This means yes. This means no. This is unacceptable, right? I wonder that. I'm like, Lord, why did you give me the gift of faith? Why, why don't other people see? So there's two false attitudes towards faith I want to point out. The first one is this, and I, this is huge in our culture right now. The first idea is that faith is something that we just believe and it doesn't take any evidence. And basically, if you're going to have faith, you turn your mind off and you just believe. If you have this attitude, right, and people talk about this, you know, there's that baker in Colorado, and there was this, some of the reporting around that, that wedding cake case sounded like this. He was like, well, um, I just have faith, and so you can't, you know, we have to turn off our minds and not debate, just I have faith, and so you have to respect that. If you talk like that, like faith is something different from rationality, and it's something that doesn't have to do with reason. I don't know how, but I will find out, and I will beat you up. Okay? If you start talking like that, that is not faith. If you think faith is just this kind of magical thing where I turn off my brain, and I just believe, right? You do violence to Christianity, and you will have a bruise from a priest, and that will be awkward. Okay? And I will do it because I love you, right? <laughs> Tough love sometimes really works. The second attitude is that faith is something that you can just calculate. And you kind of say, you know, well, uh, miracles plus, you know, uh, saints plus resurrection equal Jesus is God. That also doesn't work. Faith goes, faith has elements of both of those things, but it's much deeper than either of those. Brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ claims to be the truth. And so we don't turn off our minds. But he's more than just a rational truth. He is a, he is a rational truth, but he is a truth that's bigger than us. And he's the kind of truth that he wants not just our minds, but he wants our hearts and our souls. So here's how I want you to think about this. Faith is something that gives us the ability to see. Right? Some people just don't get it. They don't see. The Christian who can recognize in him God himself sees something true. So two analogies. The first is from G.K. Chesterton. Chesterton says this. Imagine if you and I went on a safari. And we're in the jungle, and I just imagine I would be freaked out. Right? You try to go to sleep at night, and there's all kinds of noises, and you're like, okay, what's going on? Are there snakes out there? You know, is there something that's going to eat me tonight? If you were in the middle of the night and you're on a safari and you heard a hyena crying, it would be easy to mistake that for a lion, wouldn't it? If you've never heard a lion before in your life and you heard some hyenas, 
You might think that's a lion. But imagine if a lion actually then roared. Chesterton says when you've heard an actual lion roar, there is no mistaking that for anything else. In the depths of your being, you know what just made that sound. All right, we'll come back to that. That's the first analogy. The second one's this. A couple years ago, I went on a road trip with a family that I'm close with, and they brought their teenagers. And I'm a control freak with music. I love music. I like to control it. And they were listening to a bunch of bad music. <laughs> and I was objectively right about that. And so I took the like music cord, and I plugged it into my phone, and I put on that glorious band, Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> it, was, it was magical. And much to my annoyance, they didn't know who Dave Matthews was. And I was like, do you have a soul? Now, think about this. With music, we tend to think of things as purely subjective or things that are objective. But isn't it true, brothers and sisters, sometimes there could be something wrong with the listening person? Right? There, there could be something wrong with the music where you say that, that actually isn't good music. Or maybe, just maybe, there's something with the person listening that hasn't learned to appreciate real music yet. There, is, there are things out there, if we don't have ears to hear, if your hearing's off, if your sight's off, it's, maybe the problem isn't out there, maybe the problem is inside of us. Faith, brothers and sisters, faith enables us The reason you were created was for eternal life. And the beginning of that is that in Jesus, right, Jesus radiates a splendor, a beauty, a goodness, and a truth that if you have eyes to see, you could never deny. And sometimes you and I just don't get it. And the problem is not him. It's us. And that's what happened in our gospel today. And I just want to leave you today, brothers and sisters. Your mission in life needs to be to go deeper in faith. Which means to see the truth. It means to let go of blindness in your life that keeps you from seeing the truth about God and about yourself. So in our gospel today, first of all, Jesus' family, they can't see. Some of us, right, maybe some of you here today, maybe this morning in this church, maybe you have a wall up in your heart because a family member or a priest or someone in the Catholic Church left, with you, left you with a bad experience. 
And so you look at everything through that lens. And you're hurt maybe and wounded and you say, he can't really be God or I'm not open to the Catholic faith. And there's some kind of wall that blocks that. Jesus' family, right, they look at him and they say, what do you know? You're our cousin. You can't really be who you claim to be. And there's a wall in their hearts that keeps them from seeing. If that's you, brothers and sisters, I really encourage you. If there's something like that in your life, if someone in your life has kept you from the faith and from God, you have to tear that wall out of your soul. Because you're letting something keep you from the truth. The second thing that happens today is that <clears throat> Jesus has very strong words. I hope you caught this. Jesus, the, the scribes say that Jesus is possessed. And Jesus responds, he says, Truly I say to you, all sins will be forgiven, the sons of men. And whatever blasphemies they utter, isn't that good news? Right? If, if you and I say really foolish things that we should never say, God will forgive us. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness but is guilty of an eternal sin. Those are strong words from the Savior of the world. What does that mean? The scribes today look at Jesus and they say, he has an unclean spirit. They say he's possessed. Well, what spirit dwells in Jesus? It's the Holy Spirit. And today the scribes, they confuse the Spirit of God with Satan himself. So here's my second point about faith. Practical thing you can do, brothers and sisters. We do not take holy things for granted. We do not trample on the sacred we name, we call good things good, and we call evil, evil. In Isaiah chapter 5, God says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Sin keeps us from seeing the truth. God created you for truth. He created you to see and to love what is true and good and beautiful. And brothers and sisters, the invitation from Jesus himself is to let go of those things that keep us from him. Right? Faith enables us to see the radiance of his goodness, of his truth, of his beauty. And so, Lord, today we ask you for the gift of faith. Jesus, will you strip away from me all the things that blind me or the things that, that keep me from seeing the truth about you? 
Jesus, pour out your spirit on us. And today, give us the gift of faith.